Good morning, Houston, FloridaLady.net, and I'm Kemp Har. This morning, my guest is Pat Molino with Molino Tile Carpet and Wood in Pittsburgh. Pat, how you doing? Doing great, Kemp. Great to be with you again. Yes, good to talk to you. We were together at the NFA a couple weeks ago, and this is kind of a follow-up interview. We want to talk about several things, the biggest of which is the potential for growth in the residential replacement business based on the consumer spending habits. We'll get to that in just a minute. First, though, let's just wrap up the NFA. It was good to have everybody back together, wasn't it? Yeah, it was great. I mean, being able to see people in person, being able to to just engage in the flesh and not over a computer screen is a beautiful thing. Yeah. <laughs> Breath of fresh air. Well, and plus, the way NFA does it, I mean, we've talked before, there's no, no real staff. They've got an admin person, but it's run by the people who are also running their businesses. They're all busy people, but they're super engaged and passionate about the business. Let me give a quick summary for the benefit of my listeners. Your operations, family-owned. You focus on private label brands. You've got eight locations. And just to put you in a category, you're doing probably a little better than $20 million a year annually in flooring revenue. You're one of those people that didn't just stay in the flooring business. You went out and got some business experience and then got back in the family business. And you're always thinking outside of the box. One of the things you're trying now, and you were brought up as an example when I was talking to Jason McSwain in my interview with him right after the board meeting, that you're doing a lot of great things in Shop at Home. One of the things that you were talking to me about, and I wanted to make sure our listeners heard about it, is this potential for really massive increased spending with the consumer. Tell us what you're thinking there. You know, I was heads down after COVID, you know, just working. Everybody's busy after COVID. But when I traveled to NFA and I was just shocked uh, going through the airports, how empty some of the airports were and just the convention area down there, how empty it was. And it, just had some time to think. So when I got back, I was doing some research on the industry size of travel, leisure, entertainment, and restaurants. And and those industries combined in 2019 were about $1.5 trillion, with a T, trillion dollars in sales. And so, you know, if they're off by, say, 30%, that's $500 billion that goes back into the economy somewhere. And, you know, our industry, depending on how you measure it, is only a $40 billion a year industry. So, so I think that, well, first of all, you know, let's just say this. Our thoughts and prayers are with all of those livelihoods that have been disrupted in those particular industries. I mean, I get that. Um, but I think that in our industry, you know, we need to be paying attention to possibly an era of growth that we've never seen, uh, double-digit growth uh, at least. Uh, maybe in the teens, I don't know what the number is, but we need to be building capacity, hiring people, and building capacity to accommodate, I think, the growth that's coming our way. I'm hiring a lot of people right now out of the restaurant industry into our sales positions. I probably have hired 10 people since we got back from COVID, and probably eight or nine of them uh, worked as waiters or waitresses in restaurants. Mm-hmm. Kemp. All right, so what you're saying is is that there's some money that was being spent in other areas, so the consumer's either saving it or they're spending it in areas that are important to them now. And we've all heard fewer people are going to go back to the office, and so the home is more important. And especially with this virus situation, it's kind of the oasis, the safe place to be. And people are looking around, and there's the potential, and we're seeing it based on you. Take, for instance, in your situation, your 20 numbers are going to be better than your 19 numbers. And so this potential for consumers to spend a lot more on fixing up the home, and, putting, and that means more dollars spent on flooring, right? 
Exactly. And I think we just have never been, I think, in a period where there's been this much demand. So I just think we as independent dealers need to be thinking differently about the opportunities that are presenting themselves. And if things pivot, if they go backwards, then obviously you, you, you pivot, you scale back or whatever. But I think we've got to be thinking bigger about how we grow our revenue numbers in this time. And it's no secret that anybody in the business right now is having trouble getting product. There's multiple reasons for that, but it's because we're taxing the supply chain with this increased demand, right? Exactly. I mean, that's clear. You know, clear that we've, we're seeing demand we've never seen in this industry from what I can, the last three or four months from what I can discern. Yeah. I hesitate to ask you about this, but I want to just know, since Jason brought it up, these things you're doing around shop at home, don't give away your secret sauce, but you, you really are kind of winning there. Give us just a quick overview on that. I don't think it's, it's not really rocket science. It's just basic blocking and tackling. I don't even know if it's secret sauce. I mean, we just try to do it well. So basically what we did is after COVID, we were always kind of quasi-shop at home. Like our salespeople would always go out and measure and try to close in the home. Uh, so they would cover the store and go out into the homes. And that was always a challenge, having store coverage, et cetera. So when COVID, when we were locked down, we couldn't even, in Pennsylvania, we couldn't even install. But when we reopened on, I think, May 4th, I basically hired seven or eight new lead generators, just ex-restaurant people to work in the stores and then I had all of my design consultants work out of their homes and just do nothing but run appointments. And that really increased our capacity. So I believe that in this environment, if you're an independent dealer, you've got to be so much more intentional around shop at home. You're able to, by these people you've hired, these resources you're brought in, you're able to touch more consumers, aren't you? Exactly. I mean, we, when my people aren't covering the stores, they have more time to run appointments. But the other big, there's a lot of other little nuances to really doing shop at home well it's the marketing it's the website it's the engagement it's the training my niece melissa who's an it whiz hired a, a developer in, in i think india or someplace like that and we built our own crm tool which is very very robust it's customized to our business it's multifunctional. i mean and you know even our commissions are paid off of the crm tool that we built so that's important to us, too. So we've done a lot of things that are really different that have helped us in that particular niche. And let's don't forget so. you got lucky and you own beautifulfloors.com, right? Yeah, it was luck. It wasn't smart. I just yeah. It was available 20 years ago, and we bought it. So uh-huh. I'm glad we did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Okay, Pat, it's great to catch up with you. Thanks for giving great. our readers an update on what's going on with you. Again, but talk Pat Mullineau, right. who's co-owner with Mullineau Tile Carpet and Wood in Pittsburgh, and you've been listening to Kempar and FloorDaily.net.